What's good, Internet? Welcome to session 130 of Super GG Radio, where friends chat about video games and all things adjacent. I am your host and Orange Star General, Alex Arona. Uh, I don't... What it... Orange Star General. Uh, I don't know what that means. Uh, my super allows me to repair all units. With me this week is Blue Moon General, Joel DeWitt. Welcome back, Joel. That That's an Advance Wars reference, by the way. Is that uh, apparently my super ability makes it snow. How does that help the podcast? Doesn't. Could be worse, though. We also have General Black Hole, Eric Getty Gettinger. Typical. At least my power is cool and lets me damage all enemy units. Uh, those are the units I just repaired. This is totally bogus. Yeah. Also with us is Tech Guru and Green Earth General Alec Mars. Two things, Alex. First, I told you last week to call me Cecil. And, like, really? You're lucky I'm streaming this instead of Final Fantasy IV. I mean, you could be streaming Final Fantasy Thirteen. Hey, yo! I don't oh, get no. these references about generals, uh, but whatever. This week, we go all super crazy anime and early adopters, gossip about Alan Wake in the news, then finally, let Joel talk 12 minutes. For a full 12 <laughs> minutes. That's so wet. In the mm-hmm. backlog. But first, early adopters, where we play Alphas, Betas, and Holy Space Prison Batman. Uh, the first game we played this week is Crimson Glaive Sigma. It is a 16-bit, 18, 8-bit kind of looking game that reminds me a lot of like a Sword, uh, Super Brothers Sword, Sword and Sorcery game. Uh, or uh, I had made reference to looking like uh, my my friend Pedro, where you were doing fast-paced uh, flips in the air and shooting laser beams. Alec, what drew you to Crimson Glaive Sigma, as this, this was your choice? Yeah, um, it looked like a fun platformer, and it just caught my eye as something, hey, this looks like fun, let's do it. Okay. Hey, where did you find it? You I don't. I Part of me wants to say that it was brought mentioned as a game that was made in the Godot engine. Oh, but okay. I could be wrong. And <laughs> no, that's that sounds more right. Uh, and uh, so you are a human uh, traveling through space, and all of a sudden your ship gets attacked, and you kind of get—we don't know—we you, you get got, you get got, and then you wake up as a being created in a lab, and you are traversing the pitfalls of this dangerous. Uh, I want to say, what is it, what is this considered, Getty? Is this like a... I mean, obviously it's tutorial, but it's a... It's a uh, space prison, Alex. Is it a space prison? Yeah. It's your birthday, and you're in space prison. <laughs> like it's your birthday. Yeah. You, you did walk around and click on all the little floaty things so you could watch the holographic uh, story that went on? Yes. Okay. Yeah. But- they established that you're in space prison and that it's your birthday. Birthday that was your ho- with an F. Happy that was your hollow birthday. dad. Yeah, that's <laughs> right. He's like, I recorded these a long time ago. I didn't realize that it was a prison, though. I didn't know he was your space dad. Space prison. And space dad. Yeah, this with one was, some uh, potentially lethal fire. Yeah. <laughs> this one was kind of not, not terribly difficult, but it would taunt you. 
whenever you die, it was like, oh, you suck. Do you want to try again? And I was no. like, only a little bit. I don't know how much you got out of this, uh, guys, but I played for, like, better part of an hour. Yeah, I played this one for a fair amount of time. The problem I had with it was uh, the checkpoints were few and far between. Mm. Yeah. That's kind of what initially of threw me too. off of this one. That's what initially threw me off of this one was that the checkpointing, it kept like, I kept dying at a, like at the probably nearest the next one, but it was pretty far away. Yeah, the kill rooms could be pretty far away. At least, at least you could regenerate health at some intervals. If you were attacking enemies, it seemed to regenerate faster, but it was, it was a fair amount of difficult. Uh, as you started to get more of the unlocks, it became slightly easier. The double jump... I found that the double jump would also act as a reflective shield, so you could ping-pong some of the enemy attacks off of you, but their attacks, it, it reminded me of like one of those old war game games where the missile would hit and then it would like blow up outwards, so mm -hmm. then you'd have to avoid like the poison or gook that was sitting there on the map for a couple of seconds. Oh, you're you're talking about those uh, tank games. Yes. Uh, oh, what was Scorched what was the Earth? Name of that game? Scorched. Yes, Earth. Scorched Earth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had that on a floppy, and I brought it oh, everywhere yes. I went. Don't copy that floppy. I think I brought it to. I think I brought it to college. <laughs> That's a good choice. Game ruled. I like if you installed a nuke reactor and your ship blew up, it would just like it would just show it like a. And a nuclear blast that would shoot up into the sky and dig it into was, the earth. Oh, it was the best. That was Someone fell into that crater, it was over. Yep. But uh back to Crimson Glaive Sigma. Uh Joel, what did you what did you think? Uh it sounds like an Atari game. Yeah, but it yeah, the, it's <laughs> like like the the sounds were actually lifted, I swear to God, from uh Missile Command or something like that. <laughs> I can hear it in my head. But like even the game it looks obviously better than that. The, actually, the pixel art's pretty decent in this game. Uh, but even the movement kind of felt a little Atari-ish. I mean, you have a little bit of movement space in the air, but the the way he kind of looks while he's jumping is kind of stunted, like it's a Pitfall Man sort of like being frozen in air as he walks. Uh, I actually I do enjoy the game. I, I didn't play quite as much as you guys did due to time issues, but... I think foundationally, it, it's it's floaty without feeling weightless, which is like a nice middle ground between my lights and dislikes for that. Uh, the shooting, I I don't think it was totally radial, right? Like it, it would take like ticks on a clock. Like you could choose certain angles. You could switch between choosing the ticks on the clock or going full radial. I went full radial. Okay. It made it a lot easier. That's what I've. That's what I would have chosen if I knew there was an option <laughs> to do that. But, uh, yeah, foundationally, I think it's an interesting thing. I would be curious to see what it looks like once it's out there. This demo was really big, too. Like, Yeah, there was a lot going on with it. For a long time. A really much, long time. How much time <laughs> did you get in on it, Getty? I, I don't know. I can tell you what unlocks I got. I stopped after what? I got the oh, wall tell us jump. More. Oh, wow. Okay, wall jump. And did you, I got to did, the first map, and then it reset me back a bunch, and I was just like, "Nope, I'm I'm good." 
No, I got the I got the laser pistol, and then I kept dying leaving the place with the laser pistol. Like the next room was like three guns in your face shooting the the gook, and then after that was another room of like four guns shooting the gook, and then another room of four guns with the gook, and I was like, okay, this is killing me too many times. So you did not get to the boss because the boss was a no. Jump. Oh really? Yeah, the boss wasn't even that difficult. Really? Because I got into a room that was like five of those guns respawning yeah. over and over again. Those kill rooms were a lot more difficult than the boss. Okay, fantastic. <laughs> At least the boss that I fought, which was the first one. I don't know what, how many there were after that, but hmm. that's my two okay. cents. Okay. That was uh, Crimson Glaive Sigma. Uh, definitely keep an eye on that one. As, uh, again... There's a lot going on and a lot to do. Uh, but the next one we played, Wolfstride. Wolfstride is one that uh, we were kind of going through all of our different games for the future. We always kind of, I like to plan like three, like two episodes ahead, maybe three. And, Six. Six and in this case, uh, I had already planned two episodes. And Getty goes, hey, we're going to play this one next week. I said, no, Getty, I already wrote the episode. And then <laughs> I, he goes, no, this just look at it. This is slanderous. And I looked <laughs> at it. a word of truth to what you're saying. <laughs> no, this is exact, exactly what happened. I you looked at it and episode? I said, no, you, you go, you go, no, All right. no, we're going to play this one. And I look I'm at it and I go, delete holy my contribution crap. to the episode. This and is I will amazing. leave what you left in the episode. And we'll you, see you know, if he's just If he's going to accuse you of doing it, you might as well just do it. Yeah, you know, just just meet his expectations. So Getty <laughs> found an amazing one with Wolfstride. Getty, tell me about Wolfstride. So Wolfstride is a uh, man. How, what's the best way to describe this? It's a black and white, very anime esque uh, mech battle game, and it, yeah. it's tactical. Uh, you're you fight against a a different mech in like a one on one battle, and it. Each of the mechs uh, has different points on it, so your arms, your head, your chest, all of them are, they have hit points. And you need to try and destroy your enemy's chest cavity, which will win you the match. As And you win the match and you get money and you can improve your mech. So this uh, hit all of the right notes for me. Uh, just because of the look of it, that's what I was immediately drawn to. We don't really get to play too many games that have, like, the in-your-face anime mm -hmm. <laughs> look to it. And uh, so that anime look is for the battling. I should I should say that. Because the rest of the screens, you have that... Uh, do we want to describe it as 16-bit? Ish. Yeah, ish. Yeah. yeah, I mean, and they've... You know, you say that looks kind of like that, but... It's kind of mixed in with sharper looking things. Like the mm -hmm. mech in the background is nice and sharp and detailed on those screens. Uh, when you're talking to somebody, they each have like a profile that they show, and those are nice hand drawn profiles. Uh, but yeah, the, the move around is very like 2D platformer, walk around adventure type stuff. Uh, one thing I liked about that area is that when you get done with a battle, for me, it was when I usually lost a battle, uh, <laughs> you show up and you actually walk over to each parts of the mech 
and actually had to hold down a button to repair those parts to get them back to battle ready. Now, now when they do it here, they basically give you unlimited currency so you can play over and over. But there must be some sort of management style piece of this game too, if that that kind of thing's being employed. I am interested in this. This is a fascinating one because it has that, and then, like, the battling... I'm not usually the kind of person to play these games and enjoy them that much, but th there's something really fun about having to, like, strategically hit different limbs. Uh, like, the first one I've we fought, I it had, like, some sort of uh, armor on the chest, right? Am I remembering right? Yeah. Yes. Yes. So... Basically, what I did was, well, I died the first time, but after I figured out, because each of these limbs will have different attacks or defenses, and you take out an arm, they lose any activity they can do with that arm, and I basically just went for the arms <laughs> and then incapacitated them and took them out. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, this reminded yeah. me a fair amount in that respect, both the cards and the different targeting of a game we played a couple of weeks ago. Um, God, what was it? Don't put a mess on the spot. Oh, I know, I there was, of course I'm gonna. There was one. Uh, let me check the archive and get back to you. Continue. While, while we're doing that, Daddy, I mean, maybe you can talk to me a little more. There's a spacing mechanic in this as well. It's just not a turn back and forth. Yeah, so while the game is turn-based, your mech battle... You have a stage, so there's, I want to say, seven spots on the stage, and depending on the position, so you want to try and push your enemy as far against the wall as you can. So there, you can try and move into your enemy, and that'll push him back. There's other moves that you can in incorporate or take the action to like do a knockback punch or... If you spent a little bit of time and invested in the pilot skills, there's like a, a drop attack that the the mech pilot will do, and it'll push the enemy back. But position in the stage is essential to damaging or maximizing the damage you can do to your enemy's limbs. Right, because each incremental space from the center gives you a, a damage buff. Yes. That then affects how heavy you hit them. And, and like... The thing is, each of these take sort of action points. So you got the attacks and a variant type. Some take bullets, and you have to actually actively reload and take action points to do that sometimes. And uh, it just it it does create scenarios where you're choosing attacks based on like, okay, if I use this one and knock them back, I can then use a few move spaces to catch up, and then okay, I've got these different shotgun or other gun blasts, and they each have their own spaces that they're going to correspondingly yeah, hit. Yeah, the ranges you. make a big difference. Now, hey, the, the, Joel, the game was Jupiter Moon's Mecha. Oh, mm. excellent! Yeah, that's the one. You mentioned the pilot skills. Where do you buy the pilot skills? You buy them from the lady, ZZ. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, I thought she had the engines. I thought you bought the oh, pilot wait. skills from right. the little robot. It is the what little his robot. Name? The What's in your face name? robot. Hold on, let yeah. me see if I can I can find it on here. But uh this so I'm I'm a huge Gundam fan and this reminded me of G Gundam, which is the Battle Royale one. So oh, yeah. <laughs> being able to like go in and upgrade your mech, uh, give it different abilities, different powers. Uh, this was 
Like, I, I have this on my wish list. I'm waiting. The way that the, the developer wrote out the demo, it was like, this is like our first session, our first song, and I hope that you'll continue to play through and experience it. Like, this is, like, yeah. It's like this, the is al- the, this is not the full album. This is a single. Just enjoy yeah. the single as it is because the mm-hmm. album will be, this is the first taste of the full album. Which like the your character, he's he's like the what, the hype man. He's the one running around like doing everything. He's yeah. Alex <laughs> yeah. of the yeah. game, <laughs> but your mech pilot. This guy, like when you first see this character, he's running on a treadmill. But then the picture of him sitting in the mech, he's like jacked as hell. He's got a mm. cowboy hat on. Like just the visuals so of this. That's what I wanted to get to. Is that while we're talking about the mechanics of the game. And, you know, being able to attack, defend, reload, do all these different abilities. The animation of watching your mech attack, watching watching your mech defend, watching them do anything, watching them reload is just this bombastic, like, you see the anime action lines and the intensity. You're seeing veins pop out as your pilot shifts to punch with his mech. You're seeing all of it in just in this black and white just style that this like it's not even regular anime it's the super crazy anime that when they punch like metal fuses around the fist you know what i mean like it really Mm -hmm. like everything is just turned up to 11 it's awesome it's that's why i said uh getty that we had the episode planned out and then you said we're gonna play this and i looked at that and said no getty we're not oh oh we need we need to play this one and they're huge on screen. Like it, it is not like you can see terrain or landscape. It's basically like this uh, call we're on right now. It's like that's how <laughs> close up we are when they're bashing around. So like it, it has such fluid motion when they're making those moves too. It's not just about the stylishness. It, it's very slick in how they they move back and forth too. And and that that, that goes like you know they have we said they had the sixteen bit like animation for when you're moving about but the character portraits they're moving as they talk and they are just as intense like again 16-bit world but just a small character portrait of like a dog man an anthropomorphic dog just screaming in your face and he's just like what are you doing oh it's like that's jarring but it's so well animated and intense it's it's really Mm -hmm. cool so i like uh, that wolf stride just has nothing but like just dripping with style it's just out there it's just all in your face it's everything going on, and I, I really, really like seeing that. I, unfortunately, am just not good at this game. That's the other thing. <laughs> I made it through both of the but, fights. It's very tactical. It is so tactical, tactical, and you have to get the money so that you can upgrade your mech. Otherwise, it's nearly impossible. Yeah, it was, it was the movement that was really the major break thing each time I played. Yep. And that was critical. So uh, I, I like Wolfstride, and that one is also on my wish list. So I think more people should check out Wolfstride. That one is is ridiculous, really out of control. <laughs> Thanks, Getty. No problem, Alex. I told you that you did that, <laughs> man. You're just looking for kudos. Yeah, I'm gonna I take am. you to a giant anime robot f- fight club. Gotta destroy something beautiful. We'll be right back. <laughs> Thank you. 
And we're back. Hey, news. I hope you brought a flashlight, because it can get spooky at night. Joel, did you turn on the flashlight? Turn on the flashlight, Joel. Joel, Joel, Joel the flashlight. Why did I come back? <laughs> <laughs> For moments like that. Welcome yeah. back, sucker. Uh, from the break, <laughs> as uh, people weren't uh, paying attention, um, shout out to Punching the Earth in the Face. And a Getty's dog. Uh, we had some news. Uh, Alan Wake is getting a remaster. Getty, how hype are you? I'm trying to mute myself so that you don't get all the bark, bark, bark in the podcast. Cool. Uh, I'm very hyped. I'm definitely going to pick up uh, on PlayStation 5 because that was part of the showcase. Yeah, because they had the showcase. <laughs> and uh, the news of the Alan Wake remaster came beforehand, but yep. then the showcase... Uh, actually gave some of the gameplay, which is very cool. Along with that Sony PlayStation Showcase, we had uh, KOTOR, Knights of the Old Republic, being remade. Project Eve, looking Bayonetta-ass Bayonetta. Uh, Tiny Tina's Wonderland. Uh, Getty, how hype are you for that one? I already asked Steve which one we're getting. I think we're going with uh, Chaotic Great Edition. I I think that's like the most expensive one. Maybe there's a more expensive (laughs) one. I don't know. It's it looks real fun. If it's anything like Tiny Tina's D and D adventure for B Lands two, it's going to be great. Awesome! All right. I'm glad you're hyped on that. I should probably play uh, Borderlands three and other things like that. You should right now. Go. I, I own it. Uh, Forspoken, which uh, is a modern girl getting sucked into a medieval uh, planet and uh, getting abilities that look a lot like Infamous. Which got me pretty hyped. Uh, Joel, do you get yeah. infamous vibes from this one? It's her movement. It, yeah. It's the right. way that she moves along the world. It's that kind of like half stiff, but also I'm flying everywhere, and you can sort of see where I'm headed. Uh, and the the attacks are basically like basically third-person shooter, the way same way infamous was. So, yeah, it's it's interesting. It, it's, I'm going to keep my eye on it. Um, yeah. I thought I'll, you would I'll like that curious. one because I, 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 I was definitely like, oh, this is something that Joel get right up his alley. Especially, if the, especially as you say, if the movement is good, the traversal. Right. Yeah. The story, it, you know, Infamous's story wasn't why you played Infamous. I mean, it, it was all right, but it really wasn't the reason which, you came here. Which I, one? Well, I played all three. God, there were three um, of them? Which one? There was one on PlayStation 4. Was the and best story. Let's just settle for that. Which one had the best story? The best story? I recall two being good, or enjoying two a lot. Uh, I the 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 bad guy of one was like the most interesting thing about that. But then again, I forgot what the damn it was him from the future. Yeah, right? it was. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so like that was that was fascinating. But I you go there for the open world gameplay and being a superhero or villain. That that's what you're there yeah. for. To shoot lightning out of your hand. Yes. Who doesn't want to do that? Did he play the... Uh, there was a DLC on PlayStation 3 that where he played as a vampire. Yeah, I played that one. Yeah, that That's one? Wild. Yeah, okay. That one's sick. I, I'll, maybe I'll play that in October. I'm due for a replay of that. I haven't played those games at all. I wish there was a way to play them on PS4. Can oh. you do that? Hold on. Uh, PS Now, I think you can... If, if they got the online streaming stuff through that, right? Yeah. I think it That's might cool. be there. There you go. 
Yeah, I got this cool. guy from there he is. like Best Buy had Infamous Two Collector's Edition on clearance for like thirty dollars, and I was like, "Yeah, mm. okay." So I have Bill <laughs> McGrath. He sits over my desk, and hopefully doesn't fall on me. So then, on top of that, we had Rainbow Six Extraction, uh, the shooter that is looking to be more like Left for Dead. Uh, we got the Alan Wake remaster, which is hyped, coming out the day before my birthday. Uh, we got GTA Five again, Ghostwire <laughs> Tokyo, which Ghostwire uh, Ghostwire Tokyo came uh, with actual gameplay footage. I didn't realize that would be a first-person like magic shooty thing. Yeah, me neither. That, that's that's like Hexen, right? <laughs> you're, you're walking around yeah. and just shooting magic bolts instead of guns. Uh, Give me modern-day Hexen. It's a very wild-looking thing. I, that's all I got. <laughs> well, I don't know if I loved how like the enemies looked like they were so dead center in your in your like they always seemed centered, mm-hmm. like right in your screen. So it kind of made it feel like um, on rails a little bit. So I'm mm-hmm. not sure. May. Maybe it's going to be a PSVR game for PlayStation. You don't want to punch Slenderman in the face, Alex? Because that's (laughs) the first impression I got. That guy looks a lot like Slenderman. He Mm. did look a lot like Slenderman. Guardians of the Galaxy uh, coming October 26th. I'd be excited. I'm excited for Guardians of the Galaxy. Uh, Vampire the Masquerade Blood Hunt. I think it's the Battle Royale uh, Vampire the Masquerade game. Deathloop. Getty's already got the pre-order. Hype for me, and I, I assume Joel, Kid A uh, Amnesia art exhibit for the PlayStation 5. I want to get in some interactive Kid A. How about you? I, I had I had a Pavlovian response when I started hearing the You heard the song, right? You heard the song, and you're right like, place. oh. Yeah, just like, oh, man, I've been transported back to early college when I listen to this all the time, walking to different dorms and stuff. I... I you don't know what the hell it is, but I'm I'm definitely curious to see what it ends up being. Yep. Kid A is a classic, my friend. Kid A is a classic. Um, I understood t- those words individually. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Tachia, which is a three like a third third person three D platforming. You can go. Uh, it looks a little cartoonish, and you can go into animals and become different animals. Looks like a lot of fun. Very cute. Very heartwarming. Could be very cool. Let's keep that on the horizon. Um, Uncharted 4 Lost Le- and Lost Legacy coming to PC and remastered, quote-unquote, for PS5. I don't know how much work they did mm-hmm. uh, But that does go into the rumors that Uncharted's were coming to PC. Uh, so let's see how that goes. Um, Wolverine by Insomniac, but also followed up Spider-Man 2 uh, from Insomniac Games, which is super-duper exciting. Spider-Man 2 has both Miles Morales and Peter Parker fighting Venom. Well, can we jump back to Wolverine just for yes. a second? So yeah. with mm-hmm. Insomniac games, usually you have that zippy like movement around. Wolverine's like a solid guy. Yeah. How do you feel that the yeah. movement's going to be in that game? He's going to have a sports car. He's, he's going to have a hoverboard. Yeah. He's going to fly around in the Blackbird. Ooh. Hmm. We'll have to see. Uh, we we all we got was like a ten second trailer, I, right? And it was yeah. it was the cool like sitting at a bar and you see the the spikes coming out of his hands and stuff like that, all the stuff you expect out of it. But I, hmm, what if he you stole know it's, it's, Professor it's been X's a, wheelchair? 
I, I imagine he has at some point. <laughs> I, uh, I'd be, I'm curious. Like, I, I, it's been a while since we've gotten, like, a nice, heavy third person, like, action fighting game. Don't you mean so. God of War? Well, besides God of War, <laughs> which also we God should, of War two we Ragnarok, more. <laughs> we saw gameplay of, which looks very cool. Mm-hmm. A little trailer too, a little yeah. tease of uh, Thor. I, uh, I, I'm happy to explore more Norse mythology. I, I, I was tepid about it at first when they did the first one because it was in the midst of some of the Marvel stuff, and it was just like it's a little too close for me to be around that too. But it. It, it works, and the end of God of War 1 uh, sets stuff up so awesomely for what should happen next. Yeah. So, um, with that, there is one other piece of news that we don't have uh, written down, which is that uh, because uh, the Alan Make remastered is, was something that was rumored heavily for a while, uh, it is coming as an Epic Game Store exclusive to P- on the PC. But... The reason why I bring that up is that when this rumor first started circulating, it also came with Final Fantasy VII Remake on PC, Epic Game Store exclusive. So if A is true, B may be true as well. So look out for possibly Final Fantasy VII Remake on PC, Epic Game Store exclusive. Well, Epic Game Store already snagged some of the other Square games, so mm-hmm. Kingdom Hearts. It made sense. Yeah. Not surprised I got that exclusivity. Yeah. I mean, it's not like Square needs the money. Uh, well... Don't they? I will say that not... They do... They're weird, because Square has consistently said that their games, like American games, go really below what their expectations are. So when they had... That's why they let... uh, They had Hitman, and they let Hitman go to be uh, owned by the company that originally started uh, developing it. They actually got rid of it because they, it was uh, below expectations despite being a success. Yeah. It was below what they wanted. Yeah, that's a question of opportunity cost. Basically, they've only got so much bandwidth to choose A, B, C, and D project. You have to decide which ones are going to yield the biggest profits out of those and decide to let go of the other one. Yeah, and they did that with Tomb Raider as well, but... On top of that, they kept hyping up uh, and saying that The Quiet Man was his success, and it was not. <laughs> Maybe we should play Quiet Man for Extra Life. We'll see. Freebies. Freebies this week. We have Crazy Space Pirates on Indie Gala. It looks to be a platform shooter. It looks like a lot of silly fun. Uh, then there's Far Cry 3 on the Ubisoft store. Classic Far Cry. And Noah... The complete edition Epic Game Store. That's that's very cool. Uh, Noah is a Souls-like samurai ninja game, which is very cool. I always How pronounce it, it Noah. Neo, Neo, Neo. It's Neo. Neo. You're right. It's Neo. Oh, okay. It's Neo. Yeah, I thought I was wrong until Teddy spoke. No, I switched the O and the I. That's on me. Uh, and that's why I sleep with a net with the lights out. Nothing to be afraid of. Getting when we play scary games, I turn on the lights. I know you do. Alan Wake reference, come on. Let's take a break. Be right back.
Backlog blog where we play games that have made me super paranoid about home invasion. That's real. I live in the city. I need to be careful. Yeah. I got batons near both bedsides and numerous knives hidden throughout the house. They all sharp? I got I got stones. No, I'm good. I'm okay. good. I got you. Uh, real quick before we jump into what the meat of this conversation is going to be, I want to talk about that I started playing Tales of Vesperia. I got it on the Switch. Tales games, they are not a blind spot. They've actually been one of the first ones I started playing as JRPGs go. I played Tales of Destiny on the PlayStation 1. And uh, they're they're a lot of fun. They're basic, you know, JRPG, you know, bull, where it's, you know, go and you're a hero of light and you got to go save the earth. Or like a, I'm a swashbuckling, no good Nick who gets thrown into having a heart of gold and I need to save uh, these kids or something <laughs> like save the town and uh, instead of turn-based stationary uh, combat it's 2d but it's always like a 2d plane and you can just move back and forth on the plane uh, attacking and dodging and doing special uh, spells and usually you have multiple people in your party you can only control the one they play an auto but uh this one's pretty fun it again it starts out as uh you know you live you live in the in a big beautiful city but you live in the lower lower side and your character uh is trying to help out the town as mm-hmm. uh as you do and you end up in a caper of uh saving uh, helping a princess escape to go find a hero and you're just a new good nick who's just along for the ride and your dog smokes a pipe which is cool as hell i showed you guys earlier so uh he's very dapper yeah his name is repeat repeat but Overall, I, I think that uh, Tales of Vesperia is, like, hitting a really good, like, I just wanted to pick up. I was thinking about Getty, uh, get, uh, my, one of my, me and Getty's uh, New Year's resolutions was to play more JRPGs, and I did not. I did not. Getty's been <laughs> killing it on the JRPG front, but uh, I got back into Persona 5 Royal, and I got pr- I got it much further than that. I probably put in around six hours of that, and then I just, I took a break to not, not just, take a step back to not do so many reviews this week and i just picked up tales of Vesperia and started playing around with it so mm. i like it a lot of fun uh good jrpg meat that i am enjoying sorry did you say jrpg meat yeah he did yes i did oh okay <laughs> y'all welcome okay now to get into it spoiler warnings we are going to talk 12 minutes the whole thing we're going to talk all all 12 minutes all of it, beginning to end. So if you do not want to hear about 12 minutes, you can consider this the end of the episode. Though, afterwards, Joel's going to announce video game homework. So I will uh, we'll put timestamps on it. Okay. But 12 minutes, conversation. Joel, you're back now. What, I am. <laughs> what did you want to discuss about 12 minutes? Do we, do we need to? Do you want to talk about feeding William Defoe cake? Oh. So... I will I will start by describing the presumed premise as well as sort of the control inputs, and then maybe we can start with that and then springboard to actual light story meat. So, twelve minutes is a 
I would say sort of like a, it's, it's a repeating loop story where you are stuck in a time loop of 12 minutes uh, in game minutes not actual minutes each round and the point is you show up to your house or apartment you are greeted by your presumed wife and then you find as you are going through the steps of she sits you down she tells you that she's pregnant with your child and you're celebrating and then you did a knock on the door and it's a cop saying that she's under arrest for the murder of her father and you basically get tied down beat up and then you find yourself sort of awake again walking into the apartment again Uh, and so the whole point of the story or at least the way they have it set up is that you are to try to find out why you were stuck in this time loop and how to get out of it Uh, by interacting with different items and sort of toying with the initial like timeline they give you so you can like you if you see a, a plate on the table you can pick up the plate and then you can interact with it by uh pulling it against different items around you and seeing if it'll trigger something uh so that's sort of the general gist of it it's a top-down look of a game so it's in not terribly detailed and oh yeah it's got like a surprisingly high profile cast of voice actors yep. Uh, yep. uh willem dafoe daisy ridley and uh who's the who, who's the other one james mcavoy james mcavoy so james mcavoy plays the husband uh daisy ridley plays the wife and willem dafoe plays the cop uh the cop the cop. cop yeah yeah there's a yeah. big air quotes uh, around cop there i i don't know about you guys but like i i we got through playing the game and my first thought after being just like taking in the ending was why do they pay for these guys yeah yeah <laughs> you know and it's i i didn't find the voice acting terrible but it's, it's like for for the amount of money you assume they got paid for they could have probably paid it for a decent you know actual voice actors for these and gotten about the same level of result man if you got the money to spend spend it fair enough <laughs> um i yeah first of all i just want to say the top-down view builds a lot of tension it does a it go, it gives you like a like it makes you almost feel like claustrophobic which is what i what i, mm-hmm. I think the game wanted you to feel it's like that that tension and that You're trapped uh trapped inability to escape just feeling like everything is kind of on top of everything is it they do it a great they do a really great job with that um and william defoe is always kind of pretty good uh i don't know like daisy ridley and james mcavoy yes they they were kind of missable if you didn't know you could you wouldn't be able to tell james uh william defoe does a great job so i I Mm. commend him but also just i don't know if it worked with the game the having voice acting like that because it's very easy to just start getting repeats like getting stuck in not a loop but getting stuck in situations where you like hear the same voice sample like 17 times in a row not even not even in different loops i mean like i one time got the wife stuck and she said excuse me like four times rapid fire it's like excuse me it's like oh (laughs) i broke it i broke it for a second or you know just stuff like that Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And um, or there was one part uh, that I kind of knew, uh, like I, I had to show a photo to progress, but I had missed one conversation piece, 
so it, it's showing the photo didn't do anything until I hit the right conversation piece. So I yeah. definitely oh. showed the photo four times and heard the same voice sample like five times in a row. It's like, no, great photo. What do I care? Great photo. Why do back. I care? Great photo. I'm like, oh, God. Just because look you, at it. Uh, and that, you didn't have the conversation about how the photo was important because it proves, spoilers, that you couldn't have killed your father because you were at that new No, I did have the party. conversation. I did have the conversation. <laughs> I just missed right a option. second. I didn't. I missed the secondary part where they go in depth about it. You can run I out already of time knew. Too. I knew yeah. what the answer was. I just didn't know all of the details that the game wanted me to. That's like my kind of like my problem a little bit with it is that the I knew what I had to do because I got the gist from this conversation. But they were like, there was a second option right after that that opened up. It's like okay, but I don't need context. It's just more detail into it that I, I already I, I got it. All right, Alex, let me just show you the photo. Imagine and it says, no, you can't. Imagine that you finally figure out that the police officer needs to turn on the light switch after you've turned it on and off one time so that he will get electrocuted, and then you can tie him up and shoot him in the leg, not anywhere else. Well, I guess you can also shoot him in the arm, but shoot him in the leg. I, did, I shot him in several places. So that, Yeah, you can shoot him in the abdomen, too. So, he dies yeah, pretty quick, though. But you have to shoot him in a specific <laughs> place so that you can have part of a conversation, but halfway through the conversation, the game resets on you because you only get... 12 minutes or it's not an actual 12 <laughs> minutes that you're playing but i right. had to do that scene twice Ugh. and the second time i shot him in the abdomen so i had the pleasure of doing that scene <laughs> three times the puzzles well again i missed i missed that one piece of sentence so i had yeah. to do it like three or four times as well oh the, the the whole turning on and off the light to play as a trap well, unless you that might have been do it to yourself you don't realize yeah. it yes <laughs> that's no, that, that's why i'm saying is that like i didn't have too much i like adventure games i've played uh i want to say at least like five of them in the last like year or two so i like i've gotten pretty accustomed to like that kind of like, you know because it's adventure games you kind of got to seek out and i can understand that most people are like oh i can i can play for years and years and never see an adventure game or at least not see one in a long time so but I've been pretty consistently liking adventure games. So when it came down to it, I was, I was touching everything. I was pocketing every item. I was trying to click on stuff. I put her cell phone in the vent. I lit the candles <laughs> in the vent. I put an apple in the vent. I put a knife in the vent. I was like, maybe I can come back to it. Maybe I have to hide it and then come back to it. Or, you know, I tried kind of everything to kind of figure that out. So when it, when it came down to, like, shocking yourself, I was like, well, I'm now just going to click this over and over. Oh, he's dead. Okay. <laughs> that that vent was such a bait because you find it in the bedroom and you think like oh this is a game changer like maybe if i leave something in here and it'll appear in the vent as proof that i'm in this time loop because it's, it's not just about like figuring out what to interact item with what person it's also trying to use the right responses and then finding the right proof to her to show her that you're not crazy <laughs> this is actually <laughs> happening uh which then opens some more dialogue so it, it is a it's it's a tree of different responses you can choose but then there's also a different tree of like different actions you can take it telling and i had a lot of fun with this and i have i think it's a few reasons why one we didn't play it all in one or two settings we would mm -hmm. choose like a night here or there and just sit down with it with an hour sort of pick around at it see what we could get through uh and then 
just stop before dot frustrating right yeah uh two because of that my mind wants to win when i'm in that kind of game i want to sort of like touch every surface test everything out and then i also try to sort of assign logic to what's happening and why i should choose to do something like that uh kelly has a better quality of being able to really pay attention to the language and hear like the clues a little bit better and because i had that as an aid it, it made a situation where i would get stuck but then she would have an idea pop in her head and we'd explore that okay she'd be lost and then i realized that this item might be the key to moving the story forward in some way and so we played off each other really well in that way um and, and third like i i get some of the story complaints that I've heard from people online, and I I sort of understand them, but I feel like choosing the different, like, okay, these awful things that happened in this game loses the forest for the trees a little bit. Because, you know, there, there are these disturbing moments you have to do. You have to actually, like, stab your wife <laughs> with a knife in the, what? In the house. You don't have uh, to. To see... Okay, I had to. <laughs> Just I, mean, I was stuck. You could. Yeah. You didn't have to, though. Mm-hmm. No, you absolutely didn't have to. I swear I got some information from that that was meaningful. But... <laughs> no. No, not I at mean, all. I'm sure. I'm pretty no. sure torture doesn't ever get you meaningful information. No, no, no. it does. Well, it's it does. Not really you have tor- to do that not- to William Defoe. That's not true. Say it. It's not really torture if you're dying. <laughs> but no, the 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 wife you don't have to. The the I know I stab myself. That one you also don't have too. to. The the main thing that gets you the first piece of movement is uh, you hide in the closet. Yeah, and watch her. Yeah, die. Okay. Well, I I guess wow. even if that didn't have a critical piece of it, I home invasion. Death yeah. Invasion. Like, you okay? So Alec, one of the things that we didn't talk about is that if you try and resist. You will get yes. shot, you will get punched, you will get stabbed, you will die. There is no way to head-on try and take out the police officer. So you have Jeez. to strategically think of how you're going to do it. And one of the first things is you hide in the closet so you can get some more of the story so that you can unlock another conversation with your wife and be like, where or what is the... What is the pocket watch? Where is it? Tell me what's going on here. And then she'll be like, well, I don't want to have this conversation. And then you have to go through and find other stuff to try and and lead it along. But each each time you die and the story or the cycle restarts again, you get a little bit more, hopefully, and then you can make progress towards ending the game. Now, I don't know if you nope. ever truly end the game because... That ending is... I'm not even sure what I saw. Okay, so so there... Are, uh, okay, so let's get down to it. As it turns out, uh, this is like the story story. You are... Uh, you are your, your... Your wife had an abusive father who was also cheating on, his, on her dying mother with the maid. Maid became mm-hmm. pregnant um, and the dad... Uh, she had a baby, but she was, uh, he was not allowed to be near the baby. Then uh, he became abusive towards the daughter and the daughter fought back and shot him on Christmas and ran away from home. One of the best, best Christmas present gifts. ever. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, and she had assumed that she had killed her father. Yeah. 
following that, uh, she starts to date your char- your character. And as it turns out, you are the son from the maid. You are her brother. Half-brother. Uh, yes. Half-brother. And when you went to go uh, ask for the hand in marriage or tell the dad, hey, I'm going to start dating uh, your daughter, uh, he's like, you're sick and you're an awful person and you guys get into a fight and you shoot him. Uh, Wait, in a, if, in a scuffle, if on she New thought, Year's. if she thought she killed him when she ran away, how would you know to go talk to him? You don't. Okay, so as as the story goes in the game, so once you find out or you start to find out about the fact that the police officer says that you or your father was killed by her or her father was killed by her. Okay. So in one of the subsequent conversations, when you trap him, you find out more information that there was a relationship with the maid and uh, that there was a son involved. You don't find out that you are the brother, the son of this man until right up at the end. So which that's not correct either, because you did know you you somehow got hypnotized (laughs) by the father to forget (laughs) Or you somehow <laughs> forgot, or I think you somehow so the th- repressed the memory. Yes, and but, no, so actually, what I've a lot of what I've read online is that this all takes place in the character's head. Yeah, that's uh, so. That's that's how I interpreted the ending. Because the ending, the way you trigger the ending is that you find one way by looking into the watch. Does you can pull up the watch and look, and it'll start turning back time instead of turning time forward. And then you'll wake up in this room with your father, who is voiced by Willem Dafoe. Also confusing. <laughs> sort of sort of trying to explain to you like how this is a bad idea you know you're, you're not going to cause it the only one way it's going to go is bad and then you can basically choose to say like i don't care i'll make it work or you can say okay i think you're right and, it, and it, of course like the stubborn person i am i said no I'll wait make it work because i wanted to my thought was just like there's got to be some sort of other way not saying not saying stay with your sister but i just want to explore the the, the option to see what happens and then what ends up happening is that there is no other way you have to go back and say that i think this is you know i think you're right i think i should leave and the whole point being is that to me the whole story of the game isn't what happens in the 12 minutes it is that this is a conversation between the father and son and it is the son trying to rationalize a dozen different ways of like well what if i did this instead and what if i did this instead and it's the father coming back saying like no this is why this won't work this is why that won't work and him saying finally like okay i need to leave is him acknowledging that like there's no way this can work even though he's in love with her somehow and that he needs to just go I mean, I guess it's better than Star Wars. I don't, man. I don't know, man. I I found that ending really surprising, interesting, and uh, I did not expect it. I, I knew there was going to be some sort of weirdness with it being a time loop, but uh, to have it sort of turned into such a mundane thing of, you know, just a, a tough talk between father and son, I don't know. Maybe it's just the right cross-section for me, but... 
It worked. For, it worked I, for I think me. that the 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 issue I think that a lot of people are experiencing is that you, as the character, want some sort of closure or some sort of like end of journey, at least semi happy ending, or or something. And you want some sort of like again a, a, a finite like solution, an answer to the problem. And I think what it comes down to is that by the end, there is no answer. There's no good solution here. You like like you're like I want my character to be happy. I don't want him nailing his sister though. You know what I mean? Like there's not like right. a good there's not a good solution, so I think that at a, at a certain point you just have to accept that like the only answer is that like no good things will come from the this game, and your character is just going to be ha- unhappy. The game pretty much just tells you just go. Just go. Just go. Just walk away. There's yeah. no good it. Just go. Bye. Oh, well, if it just wants us to walk away. Yeah, I, I did. There is sort of a bait and switch between the whole premise being like, I'm stuck in this time loop, and how do I get out of this time loop like you're magically stuck, and then it being swapped with this kind of like mundane description. It, it worked for me, but I, I think uh, I think that's a fair point, at least, that it, if it messes with your expectations in a way that you didn't want, where it leaves it. Because, like, you, you want some sort of, like, crescendo and exclamation point at the end of some of these things right and, and that's and, what i'm saying uh, is that i don't think it's an expectation i think that just naturally when you start any story as a person as a writer if you're a writer you're thinking okay you know what's the what the joke is right you always write the ending first but what is the ending here like choosing to not be happy and walking away from a situation is like not a real ending. It's kind of just like a, it's an unresolved issue. And it's just, the story is an, un, an issue that will never get resolved because there is no solution. And that, that's why, that's why it's not like an expectation so much as it's just a natural want and need to get closure. In some ways, isn't that a resolution though? <laughs> like I mean, I guess. So, sometimes, sometimes the answer just is, you know, both choices suck, but we have to choose the less sucky choice. I think it's been 12 yeah. minutes. And I, and again, I don't have a like I don't I don't naturally have a problem with this story except for like I think that that's like a I do think the question I have was so this is the story you wanted to tell eh mm-hmm. this is the one and, huh? I, I, and I think that's fair I think that's totally you got fair because lured in the, with a false sense of security with the high profile voice acting and then yep. you got the bait and switch and you came away from it with no resolution do you feel like yeah. you're a better person? Yeah. What was the value add from playing this game, Joel? I think the value add is the same value add that I have with the reason why I play video games, which is that I want new experiences that I never would have thought would be, uh, would, you know, you know, like when, when you play a game, right, you don't think that I want something new. I want something <laughs> different. I want, I want, I want something out there. The thing is though, is that it's kind of also, you know, it's a double-edged sword, right? I want something that's never been done before. And then all of a sudden we get uh we get what's it called um uh, genital jousting and you're like well it's not, <laughs> not that different <laughs> no not no not that, wanted, not, but, not that undone Let's do something else less not done you know and that's kind of what I mean is that like twelve minutes is doing something truly unique at the same time I'm sitting here going well maybe that's not exactly what I wanted <laughs> but uh, you know it is doing something that I've not seen done before. Uh, sadly, now that's the new crux. Though is hot, the hot, the hotness is time loops. So, how quickly can you beat this game? 
I would say a good maybe four hours. Two it it takes yeah. you f- maybe 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 Twitter if you have like to walk through or you're walk through walk a bit through speedier than us because it sounds like the quickest route is to get the pocket watch and just stare at it. No, 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 no. That's 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 the part I kind of don't like about it is that given all the information you have, you can't just go back, start new, and end it within fifteen minutes. It's not that way. It actually. Uh, it new, those situations don't unlock until you've done the things. So you don't get the conversation about the pocket watch until you uh, until you sit in the closet and watch her get attacked and get questioned about the the pocket watch the first time. So even if you were to go to the vent, get the pocket watch, you you would literally walk up to her and go, "What's this?" And she goes, "I don't know." And you'd be like, "Cool." They don't give you that extra opportunity until you. She actually gets defensive hear about it anyway. Steps. So, yeah. so would you really have to go through all this, or would would you be able to just come to the realization that there's no good solution? Would you have I to mean, play through it? If it's if I can play it for twelve minutes and put it on the beat list, I don't no. care. That's oh. what I'm saying is that you can't. You can't. It won't. It won't let you until you actually engage in those conversations. Looking to pad those stats, huh? A little bit. My stats kind of suck at the moment. Uh, I had some like forty-minute games. If you want some, he's else. got some fifteen-minute oh, games. I don't actually <laughs> care. Have you played the Stanley Parable? Four, I... How many times have you played the Stanley Parable? I played it. Uh, hmm, I don't know. Did you beat Sludge Life? Nope. Sludge Life is like thirty minutes, my friend. The game's awesome. Sludge Life. You and I have different S- definitions of awesome. It's true. So. Uh, I I think twelve minutes is doing something completely unique. I also just think that it's just inherently disappointing. But like the question I have, uh, and I um, I'm kind of in agreement with Joel is like, isn't that the point? Oh, it's it's the same thing where it's just like the the looping over and over gets kind of tired at some point, right? Because you're you're having to repeat the process, and you're just like, okay, if I screwed up this run. I either had to go walk out the door or put my finger in the light socket so I can restart it over again quickly. Uh, so it is it is part of the experience, and I, I think you're well, I mean, like, just power. the ending. I'm just saying the ending. Isn't yeah. it just supposed to be disappointing by the end? Yeah, but I mean, I don't know. Do you really want to be with your half-sister? If he's happy. <laughs> well, that's what I'm saying. Have a kid there is her. no good option. Yeah, but... Yeah, mm, uh. If you didn't go through all I, this and find out about it, let's put it this way. If you had gotten stuck in the time loop, or maybe you didn't even get stuck in the time loop, maybe you just put the couch in front of the door when somebody tried to bust it in. <laughs> none, none of this happens, yeah? So, Daddy is with the ignorance is bliss. Uh, that is an ethos right now. That's an ending. <laughs> I mean, that but then, yeah, then yeah. your kid's got some rare disease, and you end up doing genetic testing. It goes, dude, you guys are related. Hey, here's a fun fact: you made <laughs> out with your sister, <laughs> right? That's right. You wouldn't just Groundhog Day yourself, kill yourself, continue to kill yourself. But the but then you still See, know that's, that that's your sister and you're stuck. Well, you're stuck either way. But, yeah, hmm. yeah. You're kind but of that's stuck. also that's also why I went to the actual stabbing too. Is that like Kelly and I got stuck at a point where we were banging our heads against the wall for like thirty minutes, and I was just like, I've run out of ideas. What what's the craziest shit I could do now? And I was like, Well, I saw a knife. I can't stab the cop. 
what other two people are in here and what, what happens when I stab them. I mean, them, it's pretty you know? crazy that one of the scenarios requires you to drug your wife so that she falls asleep. So Yes. What? Well, you yeah, need, you have to put you sleeping pills in water. You need her out of the picture so that way you can hogtie William Defoe and torture him. Right. She that is the way you bait him in there is that you get her drugged with sleeping pills. She goes to sleep, you hide in the closet, Willem Dafoe comes in, sees her and is just like, What the hell? And then he flips the life socket, gets electrocuted, and then you tie him up. That is extremely that's... elaborate and that's Yeah, that's what you have to do. Hmm. <laughs> some regular well, wily coyote and then shit. shoot him in the leg so he doesn't die but so that he'll tell you information so you can get his I shot him all over so. yep. I tried to explain to her the time loop she did not give a, no, a damn she was disappointed in me <laughs> she told me to stop <laughs> she, calling didn't she just hang up on yeah. you <laughs> Yeah. Um, now Joel and Getty when are you guys going to play uh, from my understanding the superior time loop game uh, Forbidden City I don't know what that is. Where is it? Oh, that's on PC. Oh, so Forbidden City is an actual. Mm-hmm. It's a. It started out as a Skyrim mod, and uh, it is essentially uh, a village that uh, you you stumble upon in an ancient civilization, and your the loop resets every twenty four hours, so you have a full day to get as much information as possible. But items carry over, and the the way it works is that they vote to kill somebody uh once a day i believe it is because if someone breaks a a rule like the rule is like you can't steal or something and you have to figure out who's the one stealing and why is this happening and kind of prevent all of these different things and going around and having these conversations a la skyrim style but it came out lost me at skyrim it came out as a full-fledged game though and uh that's kind of what everyone's talking about it's like on pc and i think on ps4 what was this? Uh, it's actually getting a lot of like there's some good game of the year talk for it. So, Forbidden City. Also, Deathloop's coming, Getty. Deathloop. I know and I beat Returnal, so you're all time looped up, man. You're into it. All right, so moving on, that's the end of our uh backlog blog. Uh Joel, you had decided yes. uh earlier about ha- about an hour and a half ago uh, on video game homework, I you had asked us what consoles we have, and I now fear for the worst. What is our video mm. game homework? I don't know about the worst. Uh, just just for clarity, everybody here has a 3DS. Yeah. I will have to get it out of Whether storage. Whether or not it works still is... I have to get yeah. mine out of storage. Yep. Okay. Uh, my choice is a uh, tactical RPG game that was made by a Good developer who is well known for other uh, well known tactile RPG games, but uh, sort of got lost to the ether because of its weirdness. Uh, Intelligent Systems, who made uh, Advance Wars and the Fire Emblem series, released a little game called Codename Steam. Oh, that's not on. That's not just on 3DS. I'm pretty sure it is. Uh, I'm pretty sure. If you can find it somewhere else, that's fine. But I'll tell you right now, Amazon has it for four bucks a piece. So okay. Okay. Not uh, not difficult to find cheap. Yeah. For some reason, I thought it was uh I thought it was on uh, different things. No, you're right. It's only on 3ds. Codename Steam is our next 
video game homework. Um, what's uh, what do you want with the how long the beats on on this one? Fifty hours. No idea. Ah, <laughs> uh, I'll check. I'm checking now. So, uh, what made you want to bring this one, Joel? Well, I uh, I heard what everybody hours. had, and my my thought was like, well. I've been thinking about how hard it is to find 3DS stuff for a reasonable price anymore now. Mm-hmm. They are no longer made. And I, I was just like, what's what's a interesting game we could play that I, I remember hearing about, and some people will talk about it being decent. But 22. It being kind of, it being kind of a, a weird, quirky thing. And it's it's something unique to 3DS. So I was like, well, you know, give us a good reason to pull and, and dust off those things and uh, see how it is. Okay. Getty. Hours? 22, 22 hours is the minimum completionist is it said close to hold on. I already closed it. It's more. So Joel, I how much do you, how much would you uh you expecting us to play out of this one? Oh, I uh I don't know. We can Nope. Hey, we can just keep it open ended and say when people finish it or are done playing it. You know, if we don't want to put a hard stop to like people have to finish it. Okay. Um so, yeah, whether you want to choose just a, a week in the future to be the deadline, or if we just want to wait till everybody tags in and says, I'm done, <laughs> that that's fine by me. Whoa. Uh, it's not $3 on, it's not $4 on it on uh, Amazon, it's uh, uh, 8 bucks Because um, it's shipping, it's not free shipping. Really? Mm-hmm. Hmm. Oh, that's well. That's garbage. Okay. Yeah. Well, well, I'm more checking right now because I don't know if I love that date. Now it won't come till next week. I kind of want it to come sooner. You know. What well, What was the game again? Codename Steam. Yep. yep. I'm gonna go ahead and buy this right now so that I can have it. Yeah, you are right. After shipping and tax, it's eight dollars and thirty cents. Still less yeah, I than I paid for the last two games that Alex told me to play. So, hey, <laughs> you can get it brand new on eBay for two dollars plus four dollars shipping. Do that way. Well, again, when's the, when will it come though? I have no clue. I don't. Fifth I don't of never. Thanks. Ha 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 ha. Of never? Mm-hmm. Remember, remember the fifth of ne- of never. There you go. Okay, so I have this one. So put it that uh, that'll take us to our last segment. Thanks, Getty. <laughs> one last thing. We're one we... last thing. We give one last sentence. <laughs> get, one last statement. Sending you're practicing for next for in October. Yeah. Sending us into the weekend. New listener into the weekday. Uh, for me, I got to the new. Uh, I know there's been the content's been there for a bit, but I got to. Uh, I got my new Persona Five Royal character, uh, the lady. Uh, what is it? She's got the the fencing sword, the lady oh, fencer. She is the new Royale character. She is very cool. I, I did a, a whole event with her and unlocked her persona, and I just finished the Haru dungeon. That was a pain. Joel. Um, I'm usually prepared for these things. Uh, That's a line, you know it. That's how I was last <laughs> week. I was like, thank God. Oh, no, Joel's not here. <laughs> I'm glad to be back. Uh, you know, it was a bummer being out for a few weeks. And uh, glad to be in the conversations again, even though I'm 
one versus three on one today. Um, yeah. Play Tatamari. That game's still good. <laughs> oh, that'll probably be a backlog block next week. Uh, Getty, one last thing. I did bust out the 3DS and the regular DS this last week. I was playing some Advanced Wars to hype myself up because the remaster is coming out for the Switch in December. And let me tell mm-hmm. you, Advanced Wars Days of Ruin, that is not the... It's not the nice and bright, happy Advanced Wars <laughs> that uh, the <laughs> other ones are. So... I feel like your grandfather's advanced wars. I'm in a dark place right now. The world ended. <laughs> Very nice. And Alec. I'm so looking forward to streaming more and more Final Fantasy IV. You, you're not going to pull me away from it. It's okay. We'll get you to play Final Fantasy XIII. No. No. How about I, I can stream Final Fantasy IV, then you can stream Final Fantasy XIII. There we go. We divert, uh, diversify the content. You know, I don't have a Final Fantasy a machine capable of playing Final Fantasy XIII. Yeah, I'll do. send it to you on PC. I'll send it to you on PC. It's, <laughs> no! Don't you still have your Game Pass? <laughs> nope, I don't. It's on. Oh, oh, it's on Game Pass. Then we'll get you a sub. If if it's not <laughs> if it's not on Steam, it ain't playing on my machine. It's on Steam. Ah, damn I'll it! Gift it to you. No, I'll, I'll I will refuse to open it. And that will be it for this week's Super GG Radio. Before we go, you can find us on Twitter at Super GG Radio and Twitch.tv slash Super GG Radio, where we are streaming. We have uh, Final Fantasies on Sundays. I'm playing more Persona Five Royale on Mondays. Joel's dedicated to Skylanders Tuesdays and Saturdays. Nothing on Wednesday. Podcast Thursdays. And that is your streams. We are still, I still have a beta breakdown in my back pocket that I need to edit. Uh, we got more reviews incoming. Uh, let's see, what, what, Getty, what reviews are we got? We got Ash, Ashlands? Ashwalkers. I just need to Ashwalkers. read it three or four more times and then it should be good to go. Okay, we got Ashwalkers. There's also uh, one, well, let me see, I, I can't remember what the other Islanders. Ones. I'm going to write something about Islanders and another little town building game here. It's in progress. There we go. And I actually started writing about uh, organizing my thoughts on Silicone Dreams. So we'll have more more reviews incoming. Uh, if you'd like to reach us with questions or input, our email address is mail at superggradio.com. And provide a review on iTunes or the quote-unquote remaster of your choice. Thanks for listening. GG, Joel. Good game. GG Getty. Good game. GG Alec. Good game. Good night, everybody.